Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the last po- of the Life Pod. Sorry, it's been a very long time. We are back, season two. Today we have on Raz himself, the owner of Prestige Auto Works. Thank you very much for having us in this palace of a workshop. You're welcome, boys. Thank you very, very welcome much, anytime. man. Welcome anytime. I reckon this is probably our best, um, by far, best location. Yeah, this is sick. It's a, it's a bit different. Yeah, it is a little bit different compared to the small little studio. I was a little bit worried before because it was about 50 degrees in here, but um, we had a few cars running on the dyno. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man, it was... Oh. Yeah, love us when, when you said to me, oh, we'll, we'll run it in the dino room, I was not expecting this. I was thinking, oh, it's just going to be a room, obviously a dino, some yeah. some laptops and stuff going. But this is better than most bars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> honestly, man, it, it's some, something that I created, um, well, me and my friends created a few years ago. Um, it was at the start of start of COVID, actually. And I, I guess we can talk about it now, but... Uh, you know, I wanted a place where we could hang out. <laughs> Legally? <laughs> Legally. <laughs> I like that. I like that. You know, you have to go to work. We're essential. So you're talking essential. about this specific warehouse. So this, yeah, yeah. So, so no, so not this, the warehouse, the dino room. Oh, the dino so room. So I had the okay. workshop. Yeah, yep. Which is essential. Was, which is essential. <laughs> um, and I was always going to get a, a, we were going to set up a dino anyway, but uh, I wanted something that was going to be like completely different to every other dino shop that you've ever seen in the world, right? So... A lot of places that you go to, you'll you'll um, you'll you'll you go to the dino shop and you'll see that, um, or you go to the workshop and you'll see um, just a small room, padded and like you know just the dino and like in there by itself. Yep. I wanted it to be like I wanted some theatre and drama, you know, because when you spend a lot of money on your car to to make it faster and louder, you want to be part of that. You know what I mean? You want to yeah. be part of that. You want to be in an atmosphere like. That gets you excited. So I thought, what better way to do it than put a bar in there, put a couch and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's awesome. Um, so we, we started doing the we started doing the build and um and then yeah, COVID kicked in and um and then obviously there was lockdowns in Melbourne. We had the harshest lockdowns as ridiculous in the world. Fucking stupid. In the world, bro. Um and one when when we finished it, like we did. We weren't going to put a bar there, but then when we finished it, we thought, "Fuck, I want to put a bar there, man." <laughs> you know what I mean? Tune and the then, car, get it fast, have a drink. And then what people, wrong? <laughs> and then my mate's birthdays came around, and we're like, "Oh, you know, let's go hang out at the shop." And yeah. you know, so yeah, it was like nearly every weekend we were here. I'm going to say that. You know, I'm going to admit to that. But oh, who know. cares? I was at mate. I was yeah, sneaking into gyms <laughs> as well. Don't you worry. Definitely and, uh, more than five k's for my house. On it, honestly, <laughs> though, honestly, an amazing facility. Yeah, bro. Thank you, man. I, I guess. Run, run us through for the, and for the people who don't know about you know Prestige or, or you specifically. Yeah, who's Raz? Like you're the man behind Prestige. Mm. Like mm. how did you get into cars? Obviously, you and I spoke. Yep. At uh, Vintage's birthday. Yep. You've been a mechanic for a very long time. Mm. Obviously, been into cars since a young age. Yep. Yeah. So tell us about you, your story into the car game, and then um, where was the birth of this? Where did this idea of like I want to be a businessman come from? So. I think I think the, it was it was actually the other way around. So I actually wanted to be in business before I wanted to be into cars. So well, I I, rem- I remember when I was about twelve, thirteen years old. I always thought about just having some sort of business, just having some sort of. Um, it's funny because it was like think, like I always thought of myself being in meetings and you know having like a boardroom with other people. And I, like when I was thirteen, I remember that clearly. Um, but I had no direction of where I wanted to go. I didn't didn't know where I was going to be. Mechanic didn't know what was whether I wanted to be a, like a doctor and whatever, right? Mm. My parents always pushed me 
I mean, I've, I've got a Filipino background, so my parents always pushed me to be uh, a doctor or a nurse or whatever. And that, so um, anyway, so I finished year 12 and then I, they told me to go to uni. I went to uni, started doing business management for about two years. And was that something you wanted to do? Was that just purely? Not really, bro. Yeah. <laughs> not really, not at all. But yeah, um, so just quickly on that, did you like, you said you didn't know what to do, but you always thought of like suit, tie, business. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to be in charge, man. Like, and, and it's funny, it's not because like my, my dad is not a business owner. My my mum's not a business owner. Like we don't, I don't, we don't come from that background. It's just. Um, Where do you think it derived from? I don't know. Maybe the music I listen to, or maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to a lot of Tupac back in the day, bro. Just <laughs> makes you want to be a businessman. <laughs> I don't know, but you came to um, be a player, but <laughs> but it must it be a Leo or something. Just just <laughs> into the yeah. business. No, I um, I I found that it was probably like I said, I was about thirteen, and I I I I remember just being I don't know. I just had it, always had it in me for some reason. Um, but I had no idea what I wanted to do. I well, that's the thing. Uh, and uh, look, you, you don't. It might have been something even at school or something. You just, you know, you don't like the teachers or how, author- you know, how much authority they. I know that for me, that was probably one of one of them. I just didn't like how I had to answer to people all the time. So I felt like, you know, I wanted to sort of work yeah, on my. Well, own. I was complete opposite, bro. Really? I actually was a teacher's pet. <laughs> you know, you I was actually a bit of a nerd back in the day. Um, I, I, I mean, I did get kicked out of school a couple of times, but. Um, but but for the most part, I was a straight A student. Yeah, and um, and I just didn't, I really didn't act up much, you know. But um, but then, I just wasn't there academically. I like I went to uni. I just felt depressed. Honestly, felt depressed. And that's why you know I've got. I, I tell people like if it if it's if it's not for you, then don't do it. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like we there was a lot of push in my family for me to go to. Were you like the oldest child? Yeah, so it's me and my sister, my younger sister, um, and yeah, being the older brother, you have to you know be the leader of the family kind of thing, and and I guess that that's probably another thing. I could look, a lot of things will get ingrained in your brain um, by your parents that you don't even know about. Yeah, especially right? at a young age, man. Yeah, so so you university. Uni, did uni for two years. Say and business management, was it? Business management, yeah. and I'll be honest with you, man, I did every single one of those classes. I killed it, and I just hated it. <laughs> I swear to God, I hated it. I was, I, was going to, I was going to class every day, and then towards the end of the second year, I said to my dad, I said, this, I've had enough. I'm almost 20 years old now. I, I can't do this anymore. I feel, I feel like shit, you know? Um, and he said, well, okay, if you're going to drop out, then you've got to go to work. And luckily, I had um, so we, I was living with my parents at the time, and and my next door neighbour was opening up, was about to open up a shop, a workshop, um, as a mechanic. Um, oh, I think after about three months of working with him in his backyard, then um, then yeah, I started my apprenticeship, and that was it. That was about twenty one years ago. So no prior car knowledge besides doing that work, working on the car. Yeah, is he not in your family into cars or no. anything like that? Crazy. No. So literally your neighbours pretty much sparked that interest. Well, well not even that, bro. I, like, what got me into it, like thinking about it now, now that we're talking about it, just the engineering perspective, because my dad's a, an engineer by background, um, just like he forced me to do, so the, my neighbour, um, 
instead of like every day now, like nowadays, like if a part's failed on a car, you just replace it, right? Everything's throwaway now. Back in the day, That's 20, 21 it. years ago, um, you fix it. Yeah. You know? So it was, it was, it was fun, you know, and I re- that really sparked it in me. It wasn't even really the performance side of things. Well, there you go. Um, but then again, there was also, there's a, there's a lot of things that came into play too. So there was, there was also um, the movie Fast and Furious. That was a big, uh, honestly, that's probably one of the biggest things. So like I, I came out of that cinema thinking, fuck man, I want to, I want to, I want to be into cars. Like, yep. I want to get into cars. Um, the orange Supra, like, that's yeah. still my dream car. Even though I can afford it now, I still haven't <laughs> bought it yet. But, um, but yeah, it was just, it was that. And also, I guess, yeah, just the engineering side of the um, mechanics, you know, that that's what I find really interesting. Obviously, the performance side is also very fun as well. Yeah. You know I mean? But it's so cool to see how yeah, the original passion wasn't actually about like automobiles. Is that weird? Is it, it's it's like it's I'm like seeing it's diversified. Like you liked engineering, so yeah. you could have liked engineering of fucking lawnmowers for whatever. Like how things actually work. Yeah, true. And you just drove that passion into something that you can now call a business. That's that's true, and I it's um it's actually weird, man. Because when you think about it, like a lot of people have a passion for a particular thing, and then they make that thing into their business. Whereas I, I just I had a passion about business. And I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And then something sparked. Was given to you yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah well. exactly. I'm exactly. not a psychologist, but I feel like it's, it's, it's all sort of intertwining. So, you know, the passion you had for, for working on the cars and finding a solution mm. to fixing something and engineering something reflects on is, is what you do in business. Mm. It's finding an issue and engineering it yeah. into a sense of like how to make it better or fix it. You're right. You're right. So I, I mean, feel like that's sort of an, you know. Even though... So the, I mean, even business is the same thing, yeah? Like, you're always trying to find solutions to problems every single day. Every single day. We're, p- we're putting out fires every single day. Little spot fires here and there, you know what I mean? Not literal fires, but, you know, but but things that go wrong every day. In and we'll get into that too. Mm. Um, okay, so university, you started working at your neighbour's workshop. You mm. drop, you've you dropped out of university at this point. I felt like a bum, to be honest. But yeah, you do. <laughs> you know, I, didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't. I can speak from experience. Yeah, that's the expectation that's been set I've for. Not, forever I'd, and I'd ever. been. I'd, I'd had. I'd never been on. Um, on the dole, but um, I did for literally a week. Yeah, and I remember the dole back in the day. I know. I'm not sure if it Is was it link back then. Yeah, Centrelink yeah, yeah, back Centrelink. then. Yeah, um, we had we you had to call up like 10 different places yeah, a day to, yeah. to show them that you were trying to get work. yeah and i fucking hated that man it was so it was so degra- it was so degrading yeah, bro yeah. i was like nah fuck this you know so i didn't last for very long i was like but i'm glad i didn't anyway my, my family wouldn't have let me do that at yeah all, so. so working did your apprenticeship mm-hmm. finished apprenticeship i'm assuming then yeah how and then what what year did you finish your apprenticeship so i did the full four years um it's different nowadays, yeah. So if you, if you you can get signed off early, and you could you could I could have gotten signed off early back in the day, but I did my full four years. Um, I actually pe- like smashed through all the um, the the school. So you've got to do like theory and mm-hmm. at Kangan Batman TAFE, um, and but I did three years worth of work within a year and a half. Like well. I smashed it. Um, I didn't I didn't ask my boss at the time to to sign me off early. I didn't really give a shit. Um, to be honest with you, I went through uh, that. F- 
so a lot of apprentices, and I've noticed this, that whether it's being a chef or, or even being a, a mechanic or whatever, when they get to the end of their second year, because the pay is not great, pay was fucking shocking when they I, throw when in I the towel yes. they throw in the towel like, and then they feel like this is like it's too much you know what i mean they're um, not willing they, to eat shit for a bit <laughs> bro like they, they they see their friends go out you know they see their friends make like i was honestly i, I started off on five five dollars ninety an hour wow as an apprenticeship um i'll never forget that um i was I think after tax, it that's was, like fucking it was seventy two, wages. It was two hundred two dollars <laughs> a week, bro. Jeez. Like it was, it was, and I had a girlfriend at the time. It was fucking, yeah, it was hard. But um, and and then it went up to like seven dollars fifty. You're like, an hour. yes, let's go, <laughs> baby. Yeah, it was sick. And then oh, I'll never forget it. it was seven dollars fifty, seven dollars forty, and then it went up to eleven dollars ninety, and then. When I hit fourth year, it was like fourteen dollars fifty. I'm like, babe, dinner's on me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's so fucked out. Like, that's the shit that we don't we don't forget, bro. Like the sh- the small sacrifices that now it's like, bro, you wouldn't even wipe your ass for fifteen dollars. It's like yeah. how things change, but we adapt. You got to be humble, though, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's pe- definitely pe- a big part of it. Yeah, yeah, because because I didn't really care about how much I was earning. My dad kicked my ass a lot. He said, don't don't ever drop out of this, right? You got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. Um, I know it's hard. I know it's tough, um, but you got to make sure that you um, pull through. I mean, you, if I wanted to quit at the end of the second year, I, I really, I really didn't like it at all. Yeah, like I didn't. I, I was over it. I was over the pay. I was just over. All my mates were getting like fucking. Uh, they were wor- working at uh, Safeway, <laughs> Woolies. Yeah, they were were getting like thirty bucks an hour stacking shelves. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? You know what I mean? And it was <laughs> depressing. That was me after my year twelve. Everyone was working at Bunnings getting forty six dollars. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? What What got you through that time? If you don't mind me asking, in the sense of, you know, you you're doing this. You you know you're not getting a, an amazing wage. What oh, pushed man. you? Your old man. Oh man. Which is funny though, because obviously uh, uh, you mentioned before that your parents were very, you know. Um, you know, wanted you to get into whether it's engineering or being a doctor, mm-hmm. but yet on the other side of that, he pushed you through, you know, that time as well. He just didn't want me to quit, you know. I already quit school. Um, and thinking about it now is, I mean, I, I didn't, I, he obviously doesn't want me to be a bum. Um, and look, my, parent, my, my parents are very old school, yeah. Like he's never, he's never ever said to me that he's proud of me. He's never ever said to me that you know you, you you've done really well, but he does it in his actions. Yeah, so he comes here, takes photos, and sends them to everyone overseas, and <laughs> you know talks about me all the time. But he'll never come up to me and say, oh, "Good job, good work." Wow, man, yeah. that's like it's something I could, like I'm sure you're the exact same. But yeah, like I mean, occasionally my dad will say, "Oh, like you know you're doing good, like good on you." But it's like I've never heard that in my life, bro. But like fuck yeah, it's like especially as, as like ethnics, it's like mm. especially the way they grew up, and then. It's almost like it's expected. Yeah. So it's like it's the norm. So if they yeah. see us working hard, it's like it's not a good job. This is what you have well, to see, fucking I, do. See, and that's the thing. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know. Is it good? Maybe. I mean, it, it pushed me to where I am. I guess. But c- can I be like that with my own kids? I don't know if I can. I, I tell them every day how proud proud I am of them. You know. So I don't know. I mean, if I do that, is it going to make them soft? Don't know. I mean, I'm I'm pretty fucking tough, man. Like like. To, to I've been through a lot of shit business wise, financially, um, relationships, all that kind of shit. But one thing that I guess um, it's got me through is just 
being fucking tough mentally. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's bec- like because I, I always at, at some point I I stopped seeking validation from my dad and my parents. You know what I mean? Um, I like verbal validation. Now it's just like yeah, I know that that they're happy. You know what I mean? But whether I do that with my kids is a different story. That's life though. Everything changes. Your why changes. Yeah, is it for the better though? I don't know. We'll find out, bro. I feel like that's a really big thing to touch on that you said like you stop seeking validation even though from those people who technically mean the most to us mm-hmm. from a standpoint of I feel like it's a bit of a turning point mentally. You go, alright, well, now I'm actually doing this for me. It's mm. not for anyone anymore. Mm. The changes, the money, the growth the yep. shit I have to go through is actually to make me a better person and set myself up for the long run. The now. other thing, the other thing too, is that when you get into the zone, like when you when you're starting a business and it becomes, um, you, you start like you start doing things automatically, like everything just you just start reacting to things. So you 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 make certain decisions and then and then a certain result comes from that and you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, let's keep doing that. But you don't, I don't know, like success comes, like it's slow, but for the person that's going through it, it it's very, very quick in my mm. opinion. Like, yeah. like right now, like we're here and I'm like, fuck, I actually haven't sat in this position before and looked at the shop and gone, oh, fuck, that looks good. Yeah, you know you haven't I mean? gone, fuck. And I've been here for like, like, like in this particular shop for, uh, almost five years now, so you know. But um, but it, it, it's it's hard to like, especially when you when you're just doing, doing what you got to do every day. It. You know, you can't sit down and just take a deep breath and go, "Oh, that was fucking good." Mm. You know what I mean? So you always look at the next step. You always look at the next step, man. It, it's I guess it's the as it, I guess it's the consequence of being um a, a success, right? I mean, if you if you kept oh, I don't know if you keep looking at what you're doing and being proud of yourself. I mean, that doesn't sound like a bad thing, but fuck. You, 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 I like to be focused. Mm. You know, I've got a goal and I've still got goals. It, and it's very hard to continue to work hard and chase you know, bigger aspirations, but then also stop at the same time and be proud of yourself. Mm. I mean, it's, it's definitely important. That's what I've sort of been trying to do recently is you need to actually stop and see what you've created for yourself and you know, be thankful that you know, you've done it. I've done it a couple of times. I've done it a couple of times. Like... Over the last twelve years and being in business, um, like actually looked at where we're at, and like I, I actually do video, like videos of myself walking around here. Like I've, the last time I did that was probably about three years ago, um, and I keep them on my phone, and I like always look back and go, okay, this is where we're at. Um, so I'll walk around. I, I've done where I walk around the shop with the phone, and I'd say, look, these are the cards we've got. This is the turnover we're doing. Um, you know, this is. Um, this is what, you know, this is how many people work here, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but it's always, honestly, it's always a message. Uh, it sounds corny, but it's always a message to my kids. So when I do the videos, it's like, it's like not to me. It's like, hey, Isaiah, hey, Jonas, hey, Aria, this is where I'm at at the moment. Because then what I do is I actually upload it to my Facebook. So it's, it's on private. So ever, if I ever do go at, at some point, there's always messages there. Yeah, for them in the yeah, future. That's sick. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's all private. Yeah. Only the private stuff. But, um, so if they, like I said, if I ever pass away, then then I I told, I told my wife just let them go through my Facebook, and then you can see like no. every year. So, yeah. So, 
we actually went a little bit off topic. So what, 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 what <laughs> year did, what year did you happens. what year it did you finish happens. your apprenticeship? Um, if you remember, so two thousand and so it was the year two thousand and one when I did it. So two thousand five. Yep. Yeah, it's four years, bro. So between two thousand and five and two thousand and thirteen, when you opened Prestige, what was that? Happen? Just like working as a mechanic. And yeah. So I worked for um, I worked for a. Uh, a shop in the city in 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 the um in CBD and then I stayed there for uh, I stayed there for about two years and then I work I started working in East Bentley as well um, in another shop um, and I it was just all Euro stuff yeah so and my passion for Euro stuff actually came from um, it was actually from BMWs back in the day but yes. um, <laughs> we um, it was the very first time I saw an E36 M3, and I drove one. I'm like, fuck that yeah, is. man. <laughs> Blue, I'll never forget that day, bro. Um, like, I got I got given the chance to, dri- to drive one, road test it. I had to do a radiator. I had to replace the radiator on it. And um, it was a 1996 model. No, 1994 model. So it was a, the three-litre version. I'm like, fuck, man, this is car six. So I drove it, and I just punched it down the street, and the whole thing went sideways, but it was just controlled. I'm like... This is sick. German, <laughs> German engineering. I, I, bro, I got back and then the, and my, my boss told me off and he said, you do that again, you're going to lose your job. But, um, but yeah, ever, ever since then, man, um, <laughs> I, uh, I've always loved Euro cars. Euro cars. I mean, if you, if you look around here, that's all we do. That's all we yeah. do, man. A little bit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so then fast forward a few years, mm-hmm. what made you go, all right, I'm not working for anyone. I'm fucking starting a shop. And then where did the name come from? And then, yeah, <coughs> what, what was that turning point? Um. So, I really didn't want to work for any. I, I sorry. At that point, I I was pretty happy in the last position I was before this. The only reason why I went and started a business was because he he fucked me over, right? Yeah. So, it, it, look, he's out of the trade now. He's an old man, but um, and he's, he's he's still around. But he um, after being there for about three years, I said, look, uh. You're getting old. <laughs> what, 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 what's your what's your plans for this place? You know, because he was doing property developments here, like left, right, and center. And I thought, fuck, what, what, where am I going to go once he's gone? Because he was like 65 years old. Yeah, mm. um, very, very smart. Like one of the like one of the smartest people I know. Um, but like, I said to him, look, if you if if you're not going to stick around for the next, like, I'm still young. I'm still 20. I remember 25, 26, whatever it was. Um, where does this leave me when you when you retire? And he goes, oh look, well, you can take care. Of, you can you can have the business, or we can go Harvey's on it. You know, you can have fifty percent of the business. Like, oh, I don't know. I didn't didn't really think about it because I was happy. I was very happy. It was paying me okay. Um, really, I was just like I loved the environment. It was good. Yeah, um, I didn't really give a shit. I was actually. Um, my, my girlfriend and I um, had, had already started to save money to buy a house. Um, my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, um, and I, he said, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it and um, yeah, put your head down for the next couple of years and then, yeah, we'll get it done. But fuck, two years passed and I never brought it up, yeah? All I did, I stayed back till 10 o'clock at night fucking... I did so much work, I, but I didn't do it because I wanted to impress him. 
I wanted because I fucking lo- I had the I had the passion. Yeah, mm, I was yeah. like, this is what I want to do. Um, and then a couple of years down the track, I said, hey, can we have that discussion about you know fifty percent? And he goes, what discussion? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <sighs> really? I swear to God, man. And fuck, I I felt like. Uh, Someone had stabbed the fucking knife through my heart at that point when he when he said when when he said those words I just like looked down and I had tears in my eyes and I thought fuck it and I just turned around and from then I turned like big time like I I I said fuck this like I I, I gave everything to this guy for for five years yeah um and I it 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 wasn't like if you had said to me you know look maybe maybe we can do something else or you know it's not it's not just closed it yeah, just, just like yeah, just shut to, it. instead of saying that he said what what are you talking about I'm like fuck that man so and he I, completely disregarded completely it. disregarded he, it. he acted like he, it was never uh, a conversation yeah fuck. yeah and, and said i said Al- i said Alzheimer's. okay i said um uh i said okay well look i feel like i need a little bit more pay as well and he said i oh, will discuss that uh, never, never did yeah, give, give me a parrot. But I, I, I had right from that moment. I had, I, I just didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, of course. I bro. stayed there for probably another, um, probably another do. two months. Yeah, and then because, prestige because was I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, um, you have no, to have actually, an exit, no. exit strategy. No, sorry, I, I was stayed there for another nine months. Sorry, um, and what, what, what we were doing was we were, what I was doing was I was actually just, just doing work at home and doing. Fixing my friends' cars, all that kind of stuff, and then it just like I was because I was li- living it with my parents. Um, they've got a double garage. I fully set it up real nicely, um, nice. and I, I I I had all my tools and everything there. And I would start no shit. So I'd I'd finish. So my parents live in St Albans, yeah. I live in St Albans. I used to drive to East Bentley. Do you know where East Bentley is? Yeah, fuck. We're what from we're mission. from that side. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. so from East Bentley. What a mission. Yeah. So I used to I used to get there at seven thirty or seven fifteen in the morning. Hang on. What time do you leave St Albans though? So you have to leave there. Um, I have to go through the tunnel. Um, no, at the time I couldn't afford the the Burnley tunnel, so I had to go over the Westgate. Um, <laughs> so I'll probably like five thirty ish, right? And then I'd get there at about seven. Seven o'clock, seven fifteen, um, and then I work there till about five, five thirty. Get fucked in traffic the whole way home. I get stuck in traffic. <laughs> no shit. I, I I used to fall asleep sometimes. Yeah, it used to take an hour. An you hour probably and could half. afford to though, because it was standstill. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I'd get out of the car. At I'd probably get home by about six, six thirty. No, say six thirty, um, and then sit down with my wife, uh, my, my girlfriend at the time. Um, Eat for about twenty minutes, go into the garage and just work till about one o'clock every. I did that every single day. I swear to God, for about nine months. So you're running on four about four hours sleep. Yeah, but I was also running on a lot of vengeance in my heart too. Yeah, you're like I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna make a shop that's gonna shit on this yeah, guy, yeah. and the then we'll see if he wants to talk about yeah, business. Yeah, and then and then um, and then yeah. So I did that. I did that every day on like. I worked seven days a week. Everyone used to go out every weekend, used to blow their money. I saved every single dollar that I could. Um, and I just, and along the way, I was just buying my tools. I was bu- I was just getting ready to set up. And then, um, yeah. And, and it's shit because uh, throughout that time, um, that nine months I was still there, 
it was hard, man, because I, I couldn't look him in the face. I was, but he was talking to me like it was normal every day. And I brought it up even throughout that time. And, and he goes, look, we, 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 we did have that discussion. Like he acknowledged it later on, but he goes, look, it's not, it's not the right time to talk about. It. It's not the right time. It's not the right time. Well, whatever, man. You know, I'd already made my decision when he said what he yeah. said, right? Um, I just wasn't ready to do what I was going to do. Now, the other thing, the other part of it was that my wife and I, my girlfriend and I at the time, had saved up enough money to buy a house, right, uh, uh, for a deposit for a house, and I said we can't use that for a house anymore. And the amount of shit, like. Like the fights that we had, we got into, that like we 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 had almost broken up at one point because of it. Um, said, you know, I helped you, I helped you save this, um, save this money. Like we 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 were supposed to buy a house together. You know, now you want to just throw it on into a business. It's like, well, I have to do this. I have to do this, and I, we're fucking fighting, like yelling at each other. Eventually, we said, okay, you know what, fuck it. Do what you got to do. She would have been thinking like, what if this goes to shit? What happens if well, you waste all the money? Same, same with my mum. My mum said the same thing. Yeah. My mum said, this is stupid. I don't see the vision. They didn't say yeah. you saw. But, that's, yeah. but that's, what, that's what makes an entrepreneur an entrepreneur or a small business owner. You know, mm. that, that's what puts you in that you got to see past the bullshit and past the failures. See, the thing is, bro, like I was so determined. I didn't understand. I couldn't see failure. Like when you, when you can't, when you're so determined about something, you know how they say failure is, is not an option? It sounds so cliche, but it's actually fucking true. Yeah, like, you, you just don't see it. All you see is the end goal, and then it fucking happens. No plan B. Just No plan B. There's no plan B. There's no fucking... There's just, no, just the plan, and that's it. You know what I mean? And then, and then all of a sudden, you find yourself in a position that you are actually dreaming about. And then you're like, fuck, we're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just um, like you said before, like, you will come into here and go, fuck... There's fucking McLarens in here, bro. Yeah, like, bro. There's Bentleys in here. I'll, I'll do, just today, I was like, "Fucking hell, man!" Like, we 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 we, we when we started when I started up the shop, there was only um, we were only doing like yeah BMWs, GDIs, and, and GDIs, and, yeah. and Golfs and things like that. And there's nothing wrong with those cars because yeah. we still do a lot of them. But um, and they they I'm still passionate about those cars. It's just that we've diversified, you know, from obviously our network of um of customers our network of friends as well being going to different meeting different people as well going to different dinners going to being part of um like the otm club which is um the biggest supercar club in in melbourne uh, just just a lot of different things that we're, we're like putting our name out there is is what i'm good at doing yeah. you know what i mean so yeah but it was a tough. It's tough. It was tough to get here. Like the the, sh- the quickest thing I just want to add on to that. We've said this pretty much with all of our guests, and Michael can vouch for it. Is like again, people see Raz, yeah, owner of Prestige. Mm. They see the cars, see all this, mm. but that's the shit that they don't fucking. They, they don't say, say hey, mm. I almost broke up with my fucking girlfriend. Yeah, because I said we're not buying a fucking house. Mm. People don't see that. People don't say you crying. People don't say you getting fucked over in right. business. They just say, yeah, this guy's making bank. He's got a sick shop. Yeah, they 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 do quick yeah. to judge, and it's like it's always the way in business. There's, there's, <laughs> you, you build up a lot of haters that way. Um, but I think it's good that to, to do podcasts like this because then it, I think it, it, like you said, before we even started, set, started recording, you know, it'll inspire the right person to do the right thing. Yeah, take that leap. Um, and that's all we're about. There might be someone sitting there right now who's literally, who's got a shit boss and goes, oh, yeah, in your position that you were in, in that nine month period, mm. who's listening to this and like, you know what, fuck, that's, that's the, that's the thing that I'm going to push. That's through. my calling. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just like, 
people that are in that position just just ugh, fucking stick with it, man. Like have the 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 drive has to be in you. Like it, it you just got to keep going and not think about anything about anything but the end goal. The end goal is the most important thing. So just very quickly, you, you stated that, you know, obviously you're working on your BMWs and your mm -hmm. Volkswagens when you had started. How yep. did the shift sort of become to, you know, really having that prestige brand and, you know, getting the, um, you know, the higher end vehicles in? So we started started off as Prestige Auto Works anyway. So it was always about Euro cars. Um, yep. But I guess the natural progression from, you know, we had Volkswagens and the part of the Volkswagen family is the Audi family. Um what what's the most ultimate car to buy as an Audi an um, or a Volkswagen? Is an R8. So I bought an R8. Yeah, the red one, right? Um, I know I had. It was black and red. You um, wrapped it, right? Yeah, I yeah. wrapped it a few times. Um, but before that, I I I, I bought a 911. Like within my first year, I bought a 911, um, and that was that sort of got me into. Old boss would have loved that. So this is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. Yeah, I don't want to. I, I never wanted to. I just wanted to prove to one person that, which is my, not not even my parents, right? Because I, I knew they'd be proud no, no matter what. But I just wanted to prove to one person that I could do it. Because I remember um, when I left to start my business, um, the guys that I was doing my apprenticeship, well, not my apprenticeship, but who I was working with was saying, apparently he was saying to them, well, Raz doesn't know how to run a business. You know how how what how long is he gonna last? You know, and that fucking fired me up, bro. It was fucking good. <laughs> and you know? now look, here we are. But I, I like. So I, that's look. it, ladies and gentlemen. If you're struggling, just be vengeance and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and build a fucking empire. <laughs> well, it's 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 um, I guess it's right, man. I mean, when people when people talk shit about when pe when people want to try and bring you down, I mean, it you can you can either react one of two ways. You can either just you know be a bitch about it or you just fucking just go hard just you know say yeah. less <laughs> exactly you put know. a fucking helmet on and <laughs> exactly <laughs> but before we sort of move into the business stuff just quickly where did the name like prestige come from was that just like a random thing or like no so I it took me a, about a month to come up with it and um and i was looking at a whole bunch of different names so auto works um like i was always into bmws um so if you look at uh, Bavarian Auto Works or yeah. Bayern Auto Works. Yeah. Um, I wanted something similar. So, yeah. So, I thought, fuck, Auto Works. What Auto Works can I do? So, I thought, fuck it, Prestige Auto Works. Yeah. You know what I mean? So And the logo? It's like a mini. So, yeah. So, the logo was the mini. Like, um, it was... So, initially, it was just a round circle like the BMW logo. Um, instead of, obviously, BMW had the letter P in the middle. Um, and then I thought, all right, what can we add to it to make it look a little bit different so we added a um we had some wings to it that's the that's that's like the revised logo from a few years ago but um it was just something i drew up and then um and then yeah so it 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 was blue in the middle uh with a little p and then yep. the wings and then um i spoke to uh spoke to a few people and this and and it was a, around about the time when um and bmw mini and all them were really simplifying their logos that we did something like that. I said, okay, what's the best way to make this look simple and just people remember it? Just That's the yeah, thing with logos. Simple. Yep. Simple, yeah. clean. Simple, simple clean. Yeah, that's Fucking it. Earth. Yeah. Looks like the piston cup thing from cars. It does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. The piston cup. Let's <laughs> go, <laughs> uh, Did you want to touch on anything else? Um, the saturated one. So... Uh, 
big thing. So just in now, it's going to dive dive into just business stuff in general. Yeah. So this market of tuning European cars as of late, I reckon since what twenty eighteen probably, mm-hmm. it's pretty saturated. Yep. So it's like, what's <laughs> your take on POD? Point of difference and just like yeah, trying to kill it in a saturated market. Trying to because I feel like there's a few of the elites. I, I'm going to tell you now. Um, there's like you guys, there's EEP, there's E-tuners, they're like you know so, the big names. So one of the things that we do a lot of is is I think I'm actually one of the pioneers in in Australia and Victoria for this, but um, social media, right? So our Facebook page is where I started. Yeah. And I remember, I still got, if I look back on those videos, I remember the very first video I shot. No one else had done this on on social media. I picked up my phone and we were working on an E46 M3 in my old shop. And we were doing some welding in the back of the, like, in the back of the boot. And I took the video, I took the camera and I um, I took the, the, the uh, recording and I said, look, here, we're, right here, we're, do, we're, we're fixing this E46 M3. It's got a... Crack subframe, um, yeah. So this is what we're doing, and then <laughs> that shit just went fucking not viral, but it was just it was just a lot of people saw the views and people were reacting to it, and I'm like, okay. Then I started posting photos and all that kind of stuff, and th- that's why Facebook has changed, yeah. But but back then we got to you know, twenty thousand followers very very quickly, right? Um, with no with no boosting or anything and back like there, that. back there, 20,000, that's a big number. It's yeah. a massive number. Yeah. yeah, so I think we're at 29, but Facebook is really, um, their algorithms have really changed, man. Um, they want they want more videos and things like that. But look, the, I guess what I'm trying to say is that... Social point, media. Social media, um, I guess getting a name out there as well. Like, you know, one, one of the biggest, thing, biggest things I've noticed is that um, ever since uh, I've been working with the, with the girls at social... Uh, CEO, shout out to Tia, but um, she, um, it's been getting me into the videos, like me actually into the videos, and then people are actually seeing who I am <laughs> now. Yeah, so pe- they're because they're people by people, and people like meeting the name. Yeah, behind yeah. the brand. Yeah, and I, I really didn't want that. I'm, I'm a very private person, so, um, but, but because of because I put my face in front of the camera and you know a lot of people already knew me but now they could actually put a put a put a face to the name it, it it's actually changed the business big time man like really really big time so i guess the point of difference could be the social media side of things image as well i mean i try and keep your the personal pla- yeah your general um, image, i yeah. try to keep the place as clean as we can like we're f- flat out bro yeah. like always flat out now um there's uh, try and keep the like I, I i always had um a goal of being uh, of having a mechanic workshop where you every time you like every everyone's thought of a mechanic shop is you go in there's Dirty shit all over the shit, floor yeah. dirt there's fucking um, grease, there's dirty cars, whatever, right? I wanted to be completely opposite. I, I have not seen a dirty car in here. Well, there are a few, but that's because <laughs> that's because like, some have been sitting here for a bit. But I mean, they they look at at the end of the day, we try and keep the we try and keep the place clean, man. Like uh, it, it that's that's a big point of difference too. The other th- the other thing that's big point of difference is our I think our customer service is I think pretty pretty spot on um you know like when someone comes in if if you if they want a certain thing uh, look 
because I'm still so into cars, I fucking love cars, yeah? Like, I absolutely am passionate about performance, um, just fucking cars in general, yeah? And when people start talking about their cars, I just really immerse myself in that conversation with every single person. they feel valued. People like feeling yeah, valued and yeah, validated. Yeah, because, because, but I'm genuinely interested mm. in not only the cars, but also meeting the people that I meet every day. Um, it, it doesn't matter whether it's a, um, whether it's a full rev head uh, that, that comes in, some young guy that wants, you know, turbos on a car or whatever, or if it's a, a, a mum who's got a, a, he's got a nice SUV, you know, but they, but they like to talk about um, whether, we're, even if they like to talk about themselves or whatever, I don't know. I just like, I do like meeting um, and talking to people every day. So, so that's part, I guess that's another point of difference. Uh, with us as well um the other th- I, th- I guess one more thing would be the the work environment i try to keep it there's no there's no political bullshit here like i try and keep it as family oriented as possible like i try and tell the boys we always we're we're a team so if one of you guys fuck up you, you look you, you you look you make everyone look bad if you if you try and if if yeah. you, you know if you fuck up right so um we we're always got each other's back. It's not like you know if someone sees something doing uh, someone doing something stupid, they'll they'll go, oh yeah, let's wait for this dickhead to fuck <laughs> up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, the phone. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, um, definitely you need you need a good internal and external system. There's a lot of things to. There's a lot of binding, a lot of moving parts to a business. Yeah. There's a lot. It's I've like an engine. Yeah, uh, yeah. 100%. Just just quickly, we'll wrap up the business talk. Um, what has been some of the biggest challenges being in this industry, growing to the place and to the stature you have now today? Um, the biggest challenges, or or lessons, what maybe some of your business biggest lessons, lessons, yeah, um, that you can apply to pretty much any aspect. You sort of covered it. Just got to keep your finances right, bro. Yeah, numbers. Um, you got to have your numbers, yeah. Like, yeah, you can. You have to understand. You got to make sure you you pay your guys on time. Um, you got to make sure you pay your suppliers on time. You got to make sure um, all your bills are paid. You got to make sure your mortgages are paid. You got to make sure everything every get your finances right. If you get that right, everything else is pretty fucking easy. You know what I mean? Not easy. It just it just comes to it just comes naturally. What's yeah. that yeah. saying? Um, you can only me- you can only track what's measured. So no it's like, idea. so it's like, yeah, like you said, like managing your finance. Like if you don't see what's coming in, what's going out, yeah. what's going where, you have no idea what the fuck's well, going so on. Well, see, the thing is, that a lot of people will get into business as well, and then they'll see all this money come in, and then they'll, and then they'll just blow it all on stupid shit. Um, a lot of things that what I would, a lot of um, another lesson would be to reinvest in your business, or like as much of it as you can. Um, and then, and then, once when you start seeing the reward, then decide: okay, do I want to keep investing that much, or do I want to pull back a little bit and then start spending money on myself or whatever, or other ventures or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, but but just keep just keep re, re, reinvesting into the business. Yeah. Um, the I guess the yeah the finance. I mean, business 
that finance. Yeah, like it, it's, it's, a, it's a it's a numbers game. So yeah. Awesome. Um, well, just to wrap up this this episode, we wanted to do something like I don't know a little fun little game. So yep. we've gotten we've gotten two different types of cars that are quite similar to each other. Yeah. And we want you to pick your favorite, your best mm-hmm. out of the two, out of the two, <laughs> and just a very quick reason right. why. Okay. Okay. Go. So we'll start off. Golf R mm-hmm. or a Hyundai i30N? Oh, as and a daily? Just if you had to pick. If you, you had both to them pick. in front of you, you Golf got both R, bro. Golf and R. And, Golf R. and, and why? that's because it's Euro? <laughs> it fucking looks better. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it, it does look better. better. All right, let's put it on, that, on, on the other respect, though. A daily. Okay. If you had to pick a daily. Nah, Golf. Golf still? Golf. Right, golf, right, the, so golf Hyundai, well you're gone. Done. <laughs> All right, so you got an Audi S3 or a CLA45? Oh, fuck. Uh, the new CLA 45 we're, versus hands down, bro. We're talking, so we're talking like the new models of each car. Bro. Oh, CLA 45. CLA 45. One of the best cars ever made, bro. Don't really? say that because I'm literally thinking <laughs> <laughs> of like, One oh. of the best engines. Well, wow. I, I know it's taking over the V8s that are coming out, like a, the, the yeah. outgoing V8s, but. And they've got a lot more torque, don't bro, they? Yeah, crazy. They oh, are don't fucking fast. CLA for all RS3 or BMW M2? Competition. Competition. Oh, man. <laughs> M2 is so much more fun around the corners. But, They're um, a lot more... Oh, they yeah. really shit on fuel. RS3, yeah. But RS3 just... Like, you, RS3, you can jump in it and you can just... And, and you can park it anywhere and it just... And they're fast and they pretty much beat any car on the road if they're tuned properly. Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to say RS3. RS3, okay. cool. Yeah. Do you want next one? Uh, C63S, M4 competition. Nah, I'm an AMG man now, bro. I'm sorry. But <laughs> the, the four litre twin turbo V8 in these things. Poor man's Merc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, right, here we, this is going to be a tricky one, one for you. So, GT, GD3 RS. Yep. Or an Audi R8. Nah, GT3 RS. Really? 100%. Fucking. We, we any, bet, bet I, I, I thought we you'd say R8 because you used to have one. <laughs> no, GT3 RS. Uh, what Excellent. colour would you go? That's that's an important question. There's uh, only one right answer. No. Oh, <laughs> I'd, probably, I'd probably go fucking... Fuck. I'd probably go bright green or something. Stupid. Something flashy. Lava orange, bro. Lava orange. Something flashy. All right. Alright. <clears throat> so, Rolls-Royce Phantom or a Bentley GT? Bentley. Bentley. Roll, 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 the 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 Phantom's a bit of an old man's car. Um, yeah. The Bentley's uh, uh, you can still have a lot of fun. I mean, look look at it, bro. It looks fucking sick. <laughs> it's a gorgeous car. It is a gorgeous it's car. A, it's a gorgeous car and obviously performs very well. Um, all right, cool. So, should have see a Rolls Royce, bro. I should have bought my entries. Fuck. See a Rolls Royce. All right, McLaren uh, 750S or a Lamborghini Huracan. The McLaren is, is, is such a fast car, but it's put together, I, in my opinion, so poorly interior-wise. Um, and I've it just, heard that. And, and, and not only that, uh, it, not poorly, but it's just... Very basic. Yeah, very basic. Um, you jump in a in any Lambo and it just feels like you've just spent half a million dollars. Sam Bashiri would love so, to hear that, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oh man, I'm gonna say Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say McLaren. No, I'm gonna say McLaren. Oh, McLaren? I Winning. love how hard you have to think about that. He's a real <laughs> car that's <it's> actually like <laughs> fuck. All right, so McLaren? McLaren. McLaren. All right. I don't want to say last it, but one. McLaren, yeah. This is now, this is the last, last one. Last one. Bugatti Chiron or Koenigsegg uh, CC850? 
I don't like the look of the Koenig's eggs. Yeah, oh, I like, oh, nah, the nah, I, like, okay. I like the I like the look of the Koenig's eggs, man. Yeah, you know, it, it's yeah. a, it, the doors go. Up <laughs> <and> <laughs> fucking, <you know? laughs> yeah. Just so like a kid at heart. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to pick, you you, you go in the Koenig's egg, right? Yeah. Hands down. Cool. I mean, fuck. It's just, it's who drives a Koenig's egg, you know. That's the other thing too. Adrian, Adrian. soon. Well, soon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Adrian, very, very soon. All right. Well, that's a, I guess a, a fun what, little what, one more. Okay, one yeah. more. Go on. Let's say like what? Like what would you like to buy next? What? What will Why? I buy next, or yeah. what would I like to buy next? Both. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I thought about Let's this today. Super. Actually, um, I'm gonna buy. I, I, I don't know why, because I've already got one, but the new GT, the AMG GT, looks fucking sick. They're unreal. Um, they're, so it's either going to be that, or I will buy a McLaren again. What are you thinking? I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's so hard. What are you, uh, this is completely off topic. What are your thoughts on like the whole push for electric cars? Um. I feel like we gotta we gotta wait and see because I I, I don't everyone keeps saying yeah it's gonna happen it's gonna happen yeah it's gonna happen but to what scale and when I think yeah I, I think we're still an odd thirty years off I think so too yeah but even thirty years off from what fully electric I don't believe that I actually don't think so but I could be wrong but you know there's always a there's always an agenda bro I mean that's a whole other episode right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get into that let's not get into that. Um, but I was just curious to see what your so thought was. So before we wrap up, what's, you know, whether it be a younger Raz, your yep. younger self, yep. kids, your you kids. Know, yep. in the entrepreneurial space, wanting to do something, what's what's the take home? What, what do you tell them to to make it? To make it? Um, whatever, you're, whatever you're going through now, um, the goal that you have in mind, if you have, if you do have a goal, right? Just be blinded by everything. Just be blinded by that goal. Like push away all your emotions. Just push away all the bullshit that, that you've got going on in your life and just be so hungry that all you can see is, the, is that goal and the, 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 the completion of that goal. And I guarantee you, you'll get it. I think it's just a, it's just a natural formula yeah. in, in life, especially... especially I guess in Australia, I mean, there's a lot of this is a land of opportunity, right? So, if you if you if if you visualize it, I know it sounds bullshit, but I, I'm oh, it's manifestation. manifestation. Yeah. You visualize it, and it's just there, and it's like not only visualize it, but you 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 pretend that you're living it, and it happens. So yeah, that that's that's real. Fuck, that's, that's sick. Raz, thank you so much for the first episode of our second season. I think thank it was you, a fellas. great one to Thanks start off with. Right, that was excellent. For those who aren't already following Prestige Auto, do yourself a favor on Instagram and TikTok. And TikTok. And TikTok. Yes, and TikTok. And Facebook. And, <laughs> Facebook. and Facebook. Let's not forget about Facebook. <laughs> All European car needs. You know where to come. Sort yourself out. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye-bye.